Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of the Fur Chat. It has been a few weeks and I am very sorry, but um over a few weeks and I'm very sorry. It's just this work week has been extremely busy. I was supposed to record on Monday, but um Monday's recording got postponed to Wednesday because I had to go to work on Monday to just to help reopen the um the restaurant and get everything back into the swing of things. So I chose to record on Wednesday, but the recording schedule will be going back to normal as of next Monday. So, um, because it was the only Monday we were going to be working this past Monday was the only Monday we were working. So, um, I am going to be putting the podcast schedule back to normal first thing next Monday. So, um, Next Monday, not not the following Monday, I will record, but that following Monday will be um, will be the next recording instead of Wednesday. So, without further ado, all apologies aside, let's go ahead and get on into the swing of things. Alrighty guys, we got, I got the short little memo list of things I'm going to discuss and that I will be putting up on the website. So, first things first, we are going to talk about the Omega Cat Lady incident. Um, for those of you that are, that have been wanting me to do this in the podcast for quite some time, um, I have also been updating it to my website, to my little blog site for topiapress.blogspot.com, so you guys can see it through there too. Um... There is a lot of stuff to talk about, um, but we're going to go ahead and start with the, Katie, the Cat Lady incident first. So, the Cat Lady incident, since it's the first thing on the list, um, basically there is a lady on Omegle, like during, I guess, furry Omegle night or whatever, and she was on Omegle practically slaughtering cats. Um... I'm not going to get into the utmost detail because this is a family-friendly podcast and I don't want to break any boundaries here, but she was on there basically killing cats for fun and showing them to kids on Omegle and showing them to, um, showing them to furries as well, using the furry hashtag on Omegle. Um, lots and lots of kids, especially us adults, were scarred for life seeing that. Um, however, the account there on TikTok, to those of you that are coming in from TikTok and listening from TikTok, um, do you hear me out that that account is fake? Um, that, that account's now fake. Somebody hacked it. They changed it up. The real Omega Cat Lady goes by the name of Crystal Lee Scott, and she was arrested a few days ago in Illinois. I mean, not Illinois, in Indiana. Excuse me. She was arrested in Indiana and she was charged with three counts of animal cruelty. It's on my blog post, so check it out if at, uh, on the website, fertopiapress.blogspot.com, for more information on that. Um, but she was arrested. She was placed. She was charged with three counts of animal cruelty and was and basically is, um, is expected to be sentenced to at least ten years. So. Um, because in Indiana, it is basically, it's kind of like, you know, three counts of animal cruelty is basically a felony charge. So, um, that'd be like 10 to 15 years. Um, it depends on the severity of it, though. So, it depend, and it also depends on how many cat bodies they find. So, um, anyway, 
all of it is finally said and done um like i said that account is fake so you don't have to worry about her coming back now she's been arrested everything's been all said and done slapped in stone um but like i said i'm gonna say this now and i say this on my tiktok too please be safe out there don't you know just still to continue to be on omegle less frequently than you are to avoid running into her followers because it's her followers now that you got to worry about um so just please 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 stay safe on omegle um if you see anything suspicious please report it to the police right away anyway we're now going to go ahead and go into my sonic movie review and i'll see you guys there Alrighty guys, it is time for the Sonic Movie Review. So, um, for those of you that have not seen Sonic the Hedgehog, I am going to be giving some spoilers, so please, please, please turn away and or skip this segment if um, you don't want to hear any spoilers of the episode. Um, not the episode, the spoilers of the movie. So, basically this movie is of course about Sonic the Hedgehog, and uh, you have... Um, you have Dr. Robotnik being played as, uh, being played by Jim Carrey. So, basically, the story goes that, basically, Sonic goes into alternate universes, basically, to run from his enemies. Um, his powers were originally used to run from his enemies. When, and then later, throughout the movie, he realizes that he can finally use them to protect his friends instead of run from his enemies. He can now use them to fight his enemies and stay where he wants to stay instead of having to constantly run. Um, yes, for those of you that are really, really wanting to know, Baby Sonic is in the movie, okay? It is, it is absolutely adorable, but, uh, <laughs> you know, here, here, here's then some and then some. So... It it was it had a really really excellent sense of humor in the movie. I didn't really write. I just wrote down the the movie review thing because you know I lost my notebook, so I'm trying to do it off the top of my head. Um, it had a really good sense of humor. The plot followed through with what it originally what it originally wanted to do, but was it was was it what the fans wanted? Um, some of the fans wanted it to be wanted wanted the they wanted the design change, of course. But they also wanted to keep the story the same. You know, because a lot of the fans were like, why can't they just keep the story the same? But then, later on in life, if you really think about it, that that original, um, that original trailer kind of ruined the movie the way it was supposed to be, you know? A lot of fans, like myself, wanted it to wanted the story to stay originally the way it was supposed to be, you know, all kitty like, all happy. You know what I mean? It, it, they didn't want it to become a horror movie. They wanted it to just. They just wanted it to be what it was supposed to be. Alexa, stop. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm gonna have to go get the lun the lunches out of here. But I'm gonna go ahead and take a break real fast to go get lunches out the oven. But uh, I give it a, I give it a four out of five because um, because of the uh, 
because of the whole, uh, like, the way the story was kind of, like, choppy at, towards the end. But all in all, it was a really, really, really excellent movie. And um, I think it is something I recommend, especially if you're stuck in quarantine, still without a job right now and have nothing to do. Uh, I know I'm back at work. But anyway, do check the movie out. You can rent it at Redbox for like a dollar a day. So um, anyway, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and take a short, quick break. And we will talk about my TikTok and uh, from there. So until then, I'll see you guys back here in a little bit. Have you ever wanted to make your very own podcast? Have you ever wondered why podcasting is so hard and how you could find an easier way to do so? I'm Lazy Tail Wolfox, the host of the lovely uh, podcast channel called Fur Chat here on Anchor. If, um, I'm here to tell you all things about Anchor, so let's get started. First thing and foremost, it is absolutely free of charge. You do not need to worry about late fees, fees, or any fees whatsoever. Yes, fees, fees, fees. Uh, there is no fees whatsoever. It is absolutely free, free, free. Another thing, there are plenty of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, meaning you can use your built-in microphone or, like I'm doing, a standard issued stereo mini mic to record your pod- to record your podcast with. And you can easily edit it through mute through their built-in music con- content built into the Anchor app. Another thing to note, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heart- heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more places to come. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. You can also it is also everything you need to make a podcast in one convenient place. To get started, you download the Anchor app for free on Google Play or iOS and go to or go to anchor.fm on your computer to get started. Alrighty guys, let me get myself situated here. So we are back from the lovely little lunch break. <laughs> Anywho, um, I'm now going to go ahead and talk about my TikTok and where my TikTok account is going. Um, the reason, you know, a little more in-depth reason as to why I do my TikTok. Um, just so you guys can get to know me a little bit. Um, and know that, well, honestly, it wasn't for the fame. <laughs> anyway... So I started my TikTok, um, I believe it was, uh, it was like early March, no, not early March, it was like late March when I started my, uh, TikTok, and the purpose of it was to give myself something to do during the course of the pandemic, you know, because I was laid off of work, you know, it was a tough time for everybody, and I began to ask myself, what ways can I make people smile during this hard time? How do I keep the good vibes rolling during this tough time? You know, and that was a question that I pondered for a few days prior to starting the TikTok. And then I did some research about TikTok and was like, and, was, and learned about it a little bit and was like, you know what? Maybe my niche probably lies within TikTok, you know? And sure enough, I went in, got started, and 
just and then just like the rest of you you know i got started not knowing what i was doing you know just like just like just like the lot of you went in there cold i went in cold turkey didn't know what i was doing didn't even know what i was getting myself into and well there it went you know there it went i started it i started it off and it blew up from there you know i i honestly started it though not not you know not wanting the fame i didn't want the fame you know with honesty because i didn't really care much for it i was like you know what i'm gonna do it for fun i don't really care much about fame and then later on the fame came along the way um uh, you know it's just how i am you know i you know fame to me isn't everything you know fame i learned fame is not everything and too much fame can corrupt people you know it can make people change for the worst because then they go oh i gotta upload content just to keep my fame going well i don't think about that when i do my tiktoks i think oh i want to upload i'm like hmm i go i want to upload something yes but i go i go hmm how can i make people laugh today what can i do to make somebody's day today that's that, that's the entire reason behind it. That's the reason why I act as goofy as I do every time I do a TikTok. It's because I'm into it. It's not It's not something I just do glumly to get views or to get followers. No. I found out that that's, my, that's kind of like my social media home. That's like the one place that I can make somebody's day, you know what I mean, and make them, make them feel better. You know, it's basically my niche. I found out that it ended up becoming one of my niches, that and this podcast. But um, this podcast is more of like a formal hobby, where TikTok is more of an entertaining hobby for me. I I do it because I love doing it. You know, I don't care that whether or not I can make money from it. I don't care, like... It's not like this podcast where popularity is everything, you know, for this podcast, you know, popularity is everything, you know, popularity equals money for this podcast, you know, that's not the algorithm for TikTok at all, you know, and that's, that's the thing. And that's the thing with being, having this podcast on anchor popularity numbers are everything on this because without the numbers, without the numbers, Without the plays, without the numbers, you're not making any money, you know, and th- that that's the thing. That's why this podcasting thing's more of a formal hobby for me. Formal being it's, you know, the money, the hobby, the money hobby, you know, it's part of, it's going to become part of my income soon once I start making enough. I don't expect to make like thousands of dollars off a of podcast and quit my day job. No, I just want to have a way to make some kind of hobby income as well as my job income, you know what I mean? Not, you know, I don't expect to be famous and be a famous podcast host or nothing. No, you know, and I don't, ex- I didn't expect to just like, I didn't expect to be a famous TikToker. Well, now all of a sudden I am because I do it because I enjoy doing it. And I also look back and ask myself, you know, what do my real friends mean to me now that I am famous and what would they mean to me before I'm famous? You know, you got to ask yourself this question because there are a lot of people that ditch their real friends over fame. 
And if you're one of those type of people, you need to think about this. What do my real friends mean to me now that I am famous? Do they still mean a lot to me now? Like, your real friends are going to mean a lot to you regardless, whether you're famous or not. Um, same thing, the same thing with my girlfriend too, you know, I think about her all the time, even though, and, and I look at it and, and she and I have been dating since before I became famous on TikTok, since before my podcast took off, you know, like since before my podcast started to take off, since before I became famous on TikTok, since before my Instagram blew up, you know what I mean? She, she and I have been together since before then, you know, I was, you know, even when I was a nobody, you know, I look, I look back on that and go, you know, being in love with my girlfriend, you know, is what, is what really matters. You know, having these real friends, these real connections deep down, that's what really, that's what really matters more. You know, it's okay to make friends during your fame years, you know, during your years of fame, during your time of fame, you know, it's okay to make friends, but you gotta, you gotta think about it real fast. Are they really being your friend because they want to be your friend? Or are they really being your friend because you're famous? You see, you see the you see the idea, you see the thesis here. Because there's a lot of people that go after you and think and, and think, oh, if this person's famous and I become their friend, they, you know, that, that here's what they're thinking. You know, and they go, man, if I can become friends with Lazy Tail, I could be, I could get as many followers as he could because just because I know him. See that that's the that's what some people are actually thinking when they're considering wanting to be your friend or acting like they want to be your friend. Some people and that, and that's if they want to be your friend during the time that you're famous. If unless like to know it's a real connection, it's basically it's basically like this. They want to actually settle down, get to know you, what your boundaries are. They want to make sure that everything's good and all good for you. You know what I mean? All positive, vibes are good. They don't want to sit there and just act like they're your friend around you, but then towards other people, they're not your friend. You know what I mean? Like, if they're doing that, that means they're just using you for the fame. You know? If they're going around doing nothing but bragging about your TikTok or trying to show off your TikTok or show off any, well, anywhere that you're famous on social media, deep down, they're really just doing it to become famous themselves, you know, and that's, and if they're not talking about you, who you are as a person, like, oh, um, Lazy Tail's actually a pretty decent dude. You know, you shouldn't talk, you shouldn't, you know, be talking shit about him or whatever. You, you know what I mean? If they're not literally standing up for you, even dur during your times where your fame starts to go south, or if they decide that they're just going to do nothing but show off your, tic your TikTok, like, for example, they decide to do nothing but show off my TikTok or whatever, that's them basically using me for fame. You know, saying, oh, I know this person on TikTok. I'm friends with them or whatever. You know, I mean, that's okay. I mean, if they were, if they were friends with you before you became famous, I mean, that, that's, that's totally all right. That's totally fine if they were your real friend before you became famous. However, if it's during your fame, your time of fame, and then all of a sudden everybody wants to be famous, like, that's what's happening to me now. Like, those people that had treated me like crap in, in high school, 
now that they notice that my fame and my fandom's going up, they decide they want to be all friendly denly with me, and I've been just denying them off, you know, because I know that that's what they want, you know, I know they don't want to be all, all, all apologetic, they don't want to be sincere about a friendship, they just want to be friends with me because I'm famous, you know, and I learn, and I know that because I know them, you know, <laughs> I've known them since high school, so, you know, it's it to them it's you know it's a popularity thing and i've been denying them off and keeping my real friends because i know what i know who my real friends are for one thing i know you know i know where my real uh where my real relationship situation is at you know my dating relationship is at you know everything's okay basically what i'm saying is everything is okay for me as of right now just like it was before i became famous you know, I don't need to have all these extra friends because all of a sudden my fame is going up or all of a sudden my my status has changed. You know what I mean? For a lot of people like that, that, are, that had treated you like crap in school, but then all of a sudden you go off and become famous online and they want to be all friendly denly to you, that just tells you what they want. You know, they just want to be friends with you because, they, because oh, you're famous for some weird reason, you know? They... They're basically just using you for the fame, and that's all it is. You know, it's it's a fame it's a fame contest for them. Um, I do know though, deep down, it was kind of a slap to their faces though too. That that's another thing. When once you do what you do and you love doing it, and then you become famous for it, just note this: it's a slap to the bully. It's it's a slap to the face, and you know, from the people who were harassing you in school or treating you like crap in school. Um, even though we were kids, but still, you know, they want to continue to do that. I mean, I, I, you know what I mean? And they still do it now, even though we're adults, they still do it now, you know? And that was way before I became famous. Now that I am famous, they're all wanting to be apologetic and friendly to me. And I'm denying, like I said, I'm denying them off because, um, all they want is the fame too. You know, they, they just want to be friends with a famous person. That's all it is. It's a popularity contest to them. So do just watch out for that, uh, for those kinds of incidents. Don't, don't, you know, when, once you become famous, don't let those people who, who've harassed you try to be friends with you because th that's what they're going to try to do once you become famous or once your fandom starts to take off. You know, that, that's really all they want. They just want you for the fame. They just want to go, oh, I know a famous person. That's all the bullies kind of want, you know. If, you know, you got it because you got to ask yourself this: How would they? How would they have actually treated me? Would I not be famous? Would I not have all this clout? How would they be treating me? You know, you got to you got to think about that from that point of view. Um, this is like every time, no matter where you're, no matter where you're famous at, whether that's Twitter, whether that's Instagram, whether that's Facebook, whether that's TikTok, it does not matter. It does not matter at all. You have to think about it. It can even be YouTube too. Yeah, uh, thank you for pointing that out in the live stream. But hear me out though. Just hear me out, guys. It does not matter where you where you can be famous at. Do not let the people who have harassed you try to you know in the past when you were a nobody, when you were when you weren't when you didn't have all as in when you didn't have all this clout. Not a nobody as in oh I'm a nobody. I, I, don't, I don't mean that to be negative. I don't, please don't take that out of context. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to put that out of context or make anyone feel down. I'm just saying 
nobody when you were a nobody as in when you did not have all this clout you know what i mean when you didn't have this fan base when you didn't have all this clout um how would those same people be treating you you know what i mean how would those same people those people that have bullied you in the past that are wanting to be friends with you now because you're famous or you have all this clout how would they be treating you if you didn't have all this clout like that's what you got to think about and if it's a negative thing, and if, and if it's a negative thing, if you find out for sure it's negative, then why bother? You know, it, it just tells you they're just out, they're just after your friendship, just to just to go around and say they know a famous person. Anyway, but back to the whole the whole TikTok thing. I started the TikTok thing because, like I said, I just wanted to make people smile during the pandemic because this is. You know, this pandemic thing is hard, you know, not that, you know, it's hard because you don't, you've lost your job, you, you're struggling to make ends meet, you're struggling to feed your kids, you know, and it's hard on everybody. It was hard on me even. I got laid off of my job because of that. You know, I work a dishwashing job outside of TikTok, outside of the podcast, you know, I'm basic. I work at a restaurant and I'm a dishwasher, you know, I was laid off of my own job because of the pandemic and I sat around for for a month you know trying to figure out what to do where where is my next income coming from you know those were the thoughts that were flowing through my head you know where where is the where's my next paycheck coming from what am I going to do now that I'm struggling to help make ends meet you know th- those were the questions flowing through my head you know once things started to fall apart so, you know, and I decided, you know, I want to start making people happy during these times because, um, times like this are absolutely terrible. I mean, especially income wise, you know, financial wise, and it's a lot of stress on you in general, you know, and that was the purpose behind the TikTok was to, just to make people smile a little bit, bring some joy during the pandemic. So nobody has to feel down all the time. Now, when nobody feels down all the time you know, that kind of thing. It was really just to bring joy back. And basically it was my way to give back to the community, you know, as a way to make people smile in a form of a smile. So we're now going to go ahead and go on to the next topic as I do have something I want to bring up. Um, and I guess I'll see you guys there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are in the next segment now. So I am now going to go ahead and bring up a discussion that I've been seeing going through TikTok like wildfire. And I want to just put an end to this. Um, I'm, I'm going to start off by saying I'm not taking any sides on and this. And if you are curious, this is the Scrat Kangaroo incident. Um... I'm not taking any sides. I'm not taking Scrat's side. I'm not taking your side. I'm neutral on a lot of shit, and this is one of them. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this now. Um, I've been looking into Scrat's side of everything about the Raptor masks, about the fandom in general. Um, I looked on his side of the story. And I was looking on the other, everyone else's side of the story. 
as in the other side of the story, where everyone was thinking that Scrat was talking crap about people with raptor masks. And, like I said, I'm not picking any sides, but I feel, I'm going to just give my deep, honest opinion, please don't hate on me, especially if those of you coming in on TikTok, please, I beg you to forgive me for saying this, but please, this like I said, this has to be heard, this has to be understood. I personally feel that everyone took Scrat out of context. I'm not saying this because I picked his side over y'all's side. I, I, I did not pick any sides over this. I just need to get this out because this is 100% true. What Scrat was trying to say is that you can get the raptor masks virtually anywhere. There is nothing wrong with getting a raptor mask. There is nothing wrong with being a raptor in the furry fandom. He, based on what I, I have, I have spoke, I've even spoken to Scrat myself, and he honestly has told me he feels bad for everyone taking this out of context. Like he feels bad because he didn't mean for you guys to take it the wrong way, and I honestly feel the same way. So, basically what Scrat was trying to say is, is that his opinion, this is quote and end quote, his opinion, his opinion on Raptor Masks is that they are simply a toy. That was his quote opinion. I'm going to say this now. Everyone has their opinions, okay? I understand that I've heard that, yeah, he grooms children for money. I've heard that. I've heard people uh, say, I've seen the screen recording of him bragging about the thousands of dollars worth of stuff and being a little bit stuck up. And I did, I did talk to him about that. And he did sincerely, he did, did, he does want to give out an apology to all of you, uh, especially for the, especially for that, because, you know, but anyway, what I'm saying is, is he, just like everybody else on this planet, he is entitled to his own opinion, I'm not saying I picked his side, I'm not saying I picked y'all's side, I'm not picking any sides, I just want to get this out there, we face a time where we're basically, we're, we're hated all the time by a lot of people, that's kind of the same thesis with Scrat right now. Everybody's hating on Scrat because of he made his own personal opinion about raptor masks. Okay. But he also did say that, that like y'all have been saying, they could be made into fursuits. Um, what is... Well, hold on, what'd you say? What is my opinion on the raptor masks? Well, my opinion on the Raptor Masks is simply this. It doesn't matter what you use to make your fursuit with. It does not matter. Okay? That's my standpoint with it. Um, I think the Raptor Mask people are amazing. Like, 100% amazing people. Okay? And by far the most creative in the fandom, believe it or not. But I'm just trying to get y'all to understand, and I'm not saying this to hate on anyone... 
I'm just trying to get y'all to understand that everyone is entitled to their own opinion. We're not living in a, oh, everyone's going to accept me world. We're not living in that kind of world, you know, and th- that's what I'm trying to get out here in this episode is that that's, you know, the perfect utopia world where, oh, everyone's going to accept me, kind of like the whole Zootopia thesis. Oh, everyone is going to accept me for who I am. That's not the case here. You know, that that's not the world we live in. You know, and I'm trying to I'm trying to get I'm trying to get us furries and raptors to understand this. You know, Scrat is a human being just like you guys are. He's entitled to his own opinion. You guys are entitled to your own opinion. You know, if you hate me, you hate me. Do I care? No. You know, I I tend to surround myself to those that are willing to accept me. You make the choice to hate me or accept me. You know, that's kind of how Scrap feels. You make the choice to hate him. You make the choice to accept him. You know, it. we're not in a 100% acceptance world. You know, I have people that I never come to accept. I've had my share of unacceptance in the world. You know... I'm, I'm just want y'all to understand that I'm saying this from an adult's pers- from a young adult's perspective here, you know, and from my own personal opinion, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I hate the Raptor people. I love the Raptor peeps. They, like I said, they are the most creative people in the fandom by far that I have seen, you know, them, them, the first suit makers, the artists that draw all the time, the writers that write in the fandom, the music artists that make music for our fandom, you know, podcast podcast hosts, podcast hosts like myself, people who go on TikTok all the time, they're really damn creative, you know. I mean, for for Christ's sake, their fame ain't for nothing. You, you know what I mean? It's I'm not I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just trying to get this through that we're not in a 100% acceptance world not everyone in the world is going to accept you for who you are everyone's going to have their own opinion you know we've got people telling furries that they should be executed on TikTok we've got people um, just outright discriminating against furries you know attacking furries like I said saying that they need to be spamming that one comment saying all furries should be executed Yes, I've been seeing. I have been seeing that comment. You know, I've been seeing it around TikTok a lot. But what I'm saying is, is that's kind of the same thesis that's going on around here. Is Scrat is entitled? He's a human being just like we are. He should be entitled to his own opinion, just like you should be entitled to your own opinion, just like I should be entitled to my own opinion. Y- you know what I mean? We're not. I'm not saying it to hate on anybody. I'm just saying that we're not in a 100% acceptance world. Not everyone is going to accept you for who you are. Not everyone is going to accept me, Lazy Tail, for who I am. You know, I've had a lot of people hate on me for who I am. Did I really care? No. And that's because I'm surrounded where there's hate. You have those. You have this other group that accepts you for who you are. Okay. And that's kind of what I wanted to put out there. So just a little more in-depth perspective of what's going on. 
you know, try to break the information down for you guys so we can get this all straightened out and figured out. Um, like I said before, I have not, I'm not stomping on anybody's side right now. I have not chosen any sides of this situation right now. I just know, I just know that deep down I want, I want to ease up the drama pot a little bit. You know, that, that was the, that was the idea of this segment was to help ease down the drama pot a little bit to not, not to stop it, but to like ease it down, you know, because it's getting to the point where he's receiving death threats. He, he's basically receiving unfair treatment just for being entitled to his own opinion, you know, and you gotta understand, you know, this is America that we have, we have the, we have freedom of speech unless it is, unless it is harming other people. Now, I can understand if maybe somebody, if he said that and somebody went off and hurt themselves, I can totally understand that we're, I can totally understand that. Um, and do I have my iffy, do I have the iffy moment towards him about the, about the whole grooming kids for money? Yes. Iffy moment being non-accepting. I would not tolerate that at all. I mean, if that were my kid, because I'm thinking about it, if that were my kid, No. But, but you got to think about it. Is that really true though? You know, you got to think about that. Is that a true thing? Now, if I can, if you can, if one of you guys can send me a report, like a police report about that or a mugshot of him where he was arrested for that, that would be proof enough. But if it's just a thing going around, like there's no, absolutely no evidence on it whatsoever, then please stop that. Like. I'm going to just say that now because that, that's not funny at all. Like that's, that's actually, since he's, if since he is a famous person on TikTok, that does kind of count as slander, uh, believe it or not. So unlike unlawful slander, and if he does mm-hmm. find you, he can sue you for it. You know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not pointing it out there like I'm on a side or anything. I'm just saying, you know, anyone can sue anyone for slander and you know, that's, that's something you guys need to watch out for, especially if you're going around spreading rumors about scrap like that, you know, um, but like I said, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. It is a freedom of speech, United States of America, unless it is infringing on other people, meaning their race, their religion, their sexual orientation, anything big. You know, anything big, if it's infringing on their rights, whether that be their right to choose, like, let's say the right to choose to date the same sex or the opposite sex kind of thing, or if it's infringing on your race, your ethnicity background, your religious background, or anything in between. Um, if it's infringing on that especially your safety because I, I like I said I did hear about him grooming kids for money um, I, I've seen that go around like crazy if it's infringing on your safety then yes you have the right to do something about it you know just understand like I said we're in a, we're in a not 100% acceptance world we're always a lot of people are going to be unaccepting to us furries no matter what 
and that is because everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um, forgive me for bringing this topic up, but I personally felt this needed to be addressed. Like I said, the Raptor, the Raptor peeps are amazing. They're very, very creative. I love what they're doing, 100%. I just felt that from a fair, from an all fair, from being an all fair guy and and having this all fair standpoint, I feel like personally feel I needed to get this out, you know, so that hopefully we can all have a better understanding of what scrap meant and a better understanding of what's going on. Um, like I said, he's been, I've been messaging him. He's, he wants to apologize personally for you guys taking that out of context. Um, he didn't, he didn't expect you guys to take it out of context. Um, his personal opinion, like I said, is that the Raptor masks are toys. You can get them anywhere. Um, he did say that they can be made in a fursuit. He never said anything about that. I did see the screen recording though, of him saying that people, that the people were stupid and all that other stuff. I did see that. Um, there was no taking it out of context from there, but like I said, you know, like I said, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. We can't stop their opinion. We cannot stop their opinion. That's what I'm trying to say. No matter what we do, we're not going to be in an all accepting world. You know, try as we may, it's not going to happen. Please just, especially those of you Raptors hearing me right now. And this podcast, I'm just saying it, please, please, please just take this into heave and just please understand this. I'm not, I'm not bringing this topic up to to infringe against you. I'm not taking this topic up to say, oh, the Raptors are wrong. I'm not, that's not, that's not the case here. You guys, Raptors are the most amazing people I have ever met, especially on TikTok. Um, do understand that I myself cannot afford a fursuit. It was why I resorted to a $150 cosplay um, with the mask, ears, and whatnot because I feel your pain. You know, minimum wage, a monthly allowance of $5 isn't going to do much. You know, it's not going to do much. Um, I feel you guys. You guys can just can continue, please continue to rock on doing what you're doing. I just want you guys to understand, we're not going to be in a 100% accepting world. Everyone's going to just continue to beat us down, no matter what. Because everybody has their own opinions about furries, about raptors. I'm an all-accepting dude. I love everybody, no matter what. Okay? Like I said, you raptors are one of those people I, I love hanging around so much. Just understand, we're not in an accepting world. Not everyone's going to accept us. It's not Zootopia. It's not a utopia. Just please take this into heave. I'm saying I brought this topic up because I care about you guys. All right. I just don't, I care about everybody. That's why I bring this topic up. You know, I want to try to ease the, ease the drama pot down a little bit. Hopefully we can get this into a better perspective. So forgive me, like I said, forgive me for bringing up this topic. Like I said, I just personally felt this needed to be said. Anyway, guys, 
we're now going to go ahead and go on to the next topic, which is convention cancels, and I will see you guys in that one. Alrighty guys, we are now down into one of the, one of the last topics. I'm going to go ahead and talk about um, convention cancels due to the coronavirus. Um, and then I'm going to um, basically... T- I'm going to do something that somebody did. It's something that somebody else wanted me to talk about, which was the raptor masks and the purpose of them. So uh, that way, like I said... It'll finalize everything that I had spoken about earlier with Scrat, and it'll help finalize why Raptors are in the fandom in the first place. So that way, that way we're not, you know, that way the boiling pot can be somewhat eased down a little bit, and so on and so forth. Anyway, um, we're now going to go ahead and jump into the gun about Megaplex, um, based on an article based on an article they released on their forum they are going to be planning to cancel this year's convention uh megaplex of orlando uh due to the coronavirus it is to help prevent the spread and it's to prevent at-risk individuals from catching it um they want that they're debating about continuing the convention but holding no parties meaning the naughty parties and whatever that go on at conventions, they're not going to uh, allow those if they were to continue going through with the convention. But right now, Megaplex is at the planning stage of debating whether or not they're going to open their doors or close them this year and wait till next year. Um, Anthrocon especially, and... Anthrocon in Atlanta has been canceled, so um, they were supposed to have their convention this this past month, and they canceled it due to the virus pandemic. Uh, so the, for those of you that missed Anthrocon, I'm sorry. Um, I am going to make a quick announcement though. I do have a furry club meeting today at six. Um, it is called Pause Furry Club. So if those of you that are interested, you can look us up on Instagram or whatnot or message me on Instagram or TikTok or wherever, and I can hook you up with the group. That way, um, we're all there. Yes, Raptors, you are invited. <laughs> okay, don't feel left out. I, I, I'll allow anyone into the club. Don't worry about it. Um, but basically, that's about it so far on cancellations. But anyway, our club is planning to host an online convention either... I believe in June, we're going to host our own little online convention to make up for Anthrocon and all these conventions that were missed. It will be, um, I'm planning it to be a three-day event, so that way everyone can, you know, enjoy the convention and be there and actually experience an online convention so um, we can be able to do it. Either If not, I will probably make it a one-day event where if everything gets done in one day. Um, we're now going to go ahead and move on to the final topic, and I'll see you guys there. Alrighty, guys, we are in the final topic of the episode. Um, 
I'm going to go ahead and talk about uh, Raptor masks real quick. How they entered the fandom and how the Raptors entered the fandom and the purpose behind them. So just like just like all of us, the um, the Raptors basically they entered the fandom just like we would. They discovered it. They and they liked it very much and was and was basically curious as to how they could make their own fursuit without having to spend a ton of money because. Of course, buying a real fursuit costs about three to four thousand dollars. So they were thinking about, well, what can I do? Since I cannot afford a three to four thousand dollar fursuit, what am I going to do? You know, and a lot of them are kids, but um, and uh, some of them are adults just like me that can't afford a fursuit. Not everyone can afford it, and I understand that. I'm one of those people that cannot afford it. It, it is expensive. You know, to buy to buy a legit fursuit, um, like I said, we're talking freaking three to four thousand dollars. You know, it's not cheap. It's not cheap at all. It's expensive. Um, that's why, like I said, I have this one hundred fifty dollar cosplay that I just purchased and I use. You know, for TikTok and everything. You know, it's not it's not easy. Um, especially since I work a minimum wage job, you know, it's not easy at all. You know, I did what I could with minimum wage, you know, you can only do, you know, minimum wage can only take you so far, you know, just like your monthly $5 allowance, your weekly, your weekly to monthly $5 allowance can only take you so far, you know, and that's part of the reason where they came from is because they can't afford a fursuit, nothing wrong with them for that. So they decide, well, why don't we go ahead and get creative? You know, so they take the Raptor masks, they use their, I guess, their acrylic paints or whatever. They turn them into something unique for them. You know, they fur them up, throw them together as a partial suit or a whole suit. And they decide, you know what, this is me. You know, and that's kind of the same way I felt when I purchased my partial cosplay over here. You know, it's, like I said, it, it's expensive. It's not cheap, you know. And I applaud them 100% for it because, you know, like I said, they are the most creative people. They were literally, they did the one thing I couldn't do, which was creativity. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not easy, you know. Um, but they came to be just like us, you know, they, they're basically just like us. They came into the fandom because, of course, they liked it. They liked what they saw. They wanted to be a part of something that spoke them. You know, and the furry community was was basically that. You know, it's you know yes, of course I see the problem. They're cheap. Their masks are cheap, but they can be used for other purposes. You know, and that purpose being they can be turned into a fursuit. And I applaud the Raptors, the people that that do, that dress as the Raptors. I applaud them for everything they do. They are basically kind of like the gods of the fandom, okay? <laughs> you know, you gotta give you gotta give them props for, you gotta give them props and respect for, you know, what for what it is they do and how creative they actually can be. So, um, anyway, that's my input on the Raptor masks. My little positive little input. Um, that was my input on Scrat's opinion as well. That's pretty much it for the podcast. So, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our website, 
uh, furrychatpodcast.jimdo.com. All the notes to the show are there. Everything, all the episodes are there on the website as well. You can listen to all the episodes there. You can listen to them here on Anchor. You can listen to them on Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I will see you guys again in the next two weeks. Have a great, have a great two weeks.